Megan Hicks of I Run Far, and I'm with Dylan Bowman. He's the champion of the 2018 Tara Weir Ultra Marathon. Congratulations, Dylan. Thanks so much. Yeah. Tough so, day. So, for somebody who seems like immortal most of the time, or at least that's kind of how I think of you, like you're having a very mortal moment right now. <laughs> yeah, I am a wreck right now. <laughs> I am smashed from that race. I was. Uh, not expecting it to be as difficult as it was. Um, but of course, I'm super happy with the result and uh, glad to get it done. Let's back up just a little bit to before the race. You were the 2015 champion. Um, you talked about in your pre-race interview with us sort of the, I don't know, like looming memory of Ultra Trail Cape Town not working mm -hmm. out. Did you feel some pressure or some, like what was going in your on in your head? Like, I'm here to perform like... I gotta do this? Not so much pressure. I mean, I was obviously highly motivated to come here and, and do the race. And uh, yeah, the disappointment of Cape Town definitely added to the motivation. So um, I was honestly just like a little nervous after that really unfortunate circumstance that, you know, if I came here and laid an egg, you know, and then had two <laughs> really unfortunate races in a row, um, you know, it's hard to recover from that, at least mentally. And mm. so I'm super, super glad that it worked out well today. And uh, yeah, I mean, the uh, the disappointment from Cape Town is now a little bit easier to bear. Mm. Mm -hmm. So you went one direction in winning the race in mm -hmm. 2015, the quote unquote downhill direction. Mm -hmm. Then you went uphill today. I was listening to some people talk at the finish line and they were saying that they added up 3,800 meters of climbing. Mm -hmm. um, did it feel uphill? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it felt uphill. It was okay. just, um, it was really hard. Um, mm. Because of the, the weather recently, we've gotten a lot of rain. The The trails were just in really bad shape, okay. at least compared to when I ran this in 2015 when it was a perfect sunny blue day. Um, it, I think it's also a little more difficult getting the fast miles done early mm. um, and, and then having the hardest part of the race come last. Uh, to be honest, I think that worked to my advantage just because <laughs> I'm more of like a strength runner. And so I think the... Um, you know, the, the, I guess, slowness of the track because it was just so sloppy out there. Slowed down guys like Cody and mm -hmm. Vlad, who I ran with a lot. Um, and then when they started to get tired, I was able to, you know, use that strength and, and luckily hold them off. So uh, it felt much, much harder than uh, <laughs> my 2015 race. Okay. Um, yeah, let's talk about the first 40k. You guys came through the 41k aid station, which is essentially a marathon in 247. That might be my PR. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's pretty easy running, but it's not flat by any means, and there are some kind of little icky sections in it. Did it feel fast? To be honest, I felt pretty darn good. I was okay. surprised to be with Cody and Vlad, just be given their track and road speed um so i was pleasantly surprised to be mm. close and once we hit the single track they actually gapped me a little bit okay so i was a little fearful like, oh, like after 40k yeah kind of as soon as we got into the uh -huh. into the single track section yeah i mean it wasn't a big gap um but it made me think oh i'm so silly i should have 
eased off in that first 40k mm. um because i wasn't feeling too hot but yeah luckily um found a second wind i guess and third uh, win, fourth I win. guess so <laughs> and uh yeah and then uh yeah was able to get separation on vlad you know about uh i don't know 45k and then got a little bit of a gap on cody at about at about at okatina basically okay. and then uh yeah was able to hold on you and vlad and cody were together for I mean, basically the first 40k were you sharing pace setting were you like how was that working out that dynamic i was pretty much the caboose the whole time <laughs> yeah um yeah of course those guys are super fast and super talented and um i was again kind of surprised to be you know with them on the road section early in the race um but once we hit the single track i i actually got through the second aid station a little quicker than both of them mm. and it took them a bit to catch back up but then they got me pretty quickly after that and then uh yeah and then um we ran together at least 50k and Cody and I even longer than that. Okay. Out of Okatina, it's a big climb. Yeah. Up on some single track. I think I heard you saying to somebody else at the finish line that you actually intentionally tried to push there to yeah, go. Yeah, so approaching Okatina, I sort of realized that Cody was no longer behind me. Like there there. And I was feeling pretty good at that time. And so I figured, oh, maybe this is a good opportunity for me to try and get a little separation. So I got through Okatina really, really quick, you know, barely stopped and then made quick work up the climb and tried to, to really push it. And I figured again, you know, being more of a strength runner, it would uh, play more into my hands. And that's actually what happened. I was able to, I think that was where I was able to get a bigger gap on Cody. Um, but the trail up there was just in such, such bad shape <laughs> okay. and it was just such a slog. <laughs> so I, I kind of, um, lost energy thereafter and, uh, was kind of worried for the rest of the race that I may have pushed too hard and those guys were going to catch me. So between Okatina and Blue Lake, which was the 81 K aid station. So we're talking 58 to 81 K you put 16 minutes on Cody, which is like a huge, huge gap. Mm -hmm. like, and then at in the next section blue lake to redwoods another 13k you gave back six of those minutes yep. i don't know if that was you having highs and lows him you know he had um sam mccutcheon knocking mm -hmm. on his door as well so there might have been some of that there but yeah were you having some rough feelings from blue lake to redwood yeah yeah really um yeah that last 15k was pretty hard for me mm. um I wasn't doing very well nutritionally and, um, okay. you know, I had received a report that I had a 15 minute lead with 15 kilometers to go. So I thought, okay, well, I think I'm probably safe, but I was not feeling good at the time. Mm. So I just tried to, you know, grit my teeth and suffer through it. Yeah. Um, which is basically what I did. Those last 15 K were, were really tough for me. Mm. You came down, the this year's finishing line was this long shoot, mm -hmm. like a 100-meter shoot. You had a just a shit-eating grin on your face the whole time, <laughs> though. Like, you must have been able to put the hurt away and, like, let it, like, let winning wash over you. Yeah, I mean, again, going back to the disappointment in Cape Town, it was just, like, a huge load off my shoulders. Mm -hmm. And um, and you and I had spoken about how um, 
my wife has been in, in really poor health for the last couple of months. And, um, you know, it's been tough and, uh, quite honestly, I almost didn't make the trip last mm-hmm. week because of it. So yeah, I was, you know, thinking about her and, you know, basically just like, where the hell is the dam? And, and yeah. as soon as I saw it, yeah, I was elated. Yeah. Harmony, we hope you feel better soon. Love you, sweetie. <laughs> um, the finish line of the Tarawira Ultra Marathon is a very intense place. Mm-hmm. Like the the local Maori tribe performs this haka, like, and they get right in your face to mm-hmm. do it. Um, for me, watching it's really it's actually like kind of difficult to watch. Like it's just super intense. What's it? What's it like to be on the receiving end of that? I mean, it's so cool, right? <laughs> I mean, it's like the most <clears throat> authentic New Zealand kind of. Um, you know, expression of indigenous culture. And it's luckily my second time receiving the haka at the finish line. (laughs) So it was a great honor. And um, yeah, I'm really, I think it's a really cool thing that Paul and and Tim do to include that Mm. sort of cultural component. Um, And yeah, I mean, that definitely added to the uh, positive feelings there at the finish. Ultra Trail Mount Fuji yeah. is next. Mm-hmm. Time to return to Japan and see if you can, if yeah. the race is able to put on its full 100 mile distance. Mm-hmm. 100 miles in April. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited about it, to be honest. Um, and if I'm speaking honestly, the trails today were worse <laughs> than the trails at Fuji uh, two years ago okay. when we got rained out. Okay. Um, I think the weather is a little more stable in the spring. (laughs) I have historically always just raced my best in the spring. Mm. I don't know why that is. I think it's just like the rhythm of my body and training. And um, Coop and I have talked about it a number of times. So it it makes sense. Like I'm motivated to do it. Um, It is early in the year, but I can recover quickly from this. And then... um, yeah, put in a lot of good work. And, and luckily it's, you know, I travel so much, I'll be able to stay home for mm. the next, you know, hopefully two months and uh, put in a lot of good work for that. And uh, yeah, I just can't say enough good things about my experience at the race two years ago, even though we got rained out, I just had such a good time. So I'm really looking forward to getting back to Japan. Awesome. Yeah. Well, congratulations on your win today. Happy recovery. Thanks so Put much. your legs up, get some... <laughs> liquids and food in you (laughs) and uh turn towards mount fuji right cool thanks so much thanks so much